0: So moving on to KF3P3 cool content. Uh helps part two. In this one we're gonna focus on atrial fibrillation. The features of history and AF are having irregularly irregular pulse. Um, you know it can be fast or slow. Fast would be 160 and 180. And it's you know you classify it as persistent versus paroxysmal versus permanent. Causes of AF include MI in 15%, mitral valve disease, thyrotoxicosis, hypertension, pericarditis, cardiomyopathy, chronic alcohol dependence, alcohol binge, and no cause is found in 12%. Complications for AF are you have a 5% chance per annum of embolic episodes and a 5 times risk of having a stroke overall. Two main options for AF control are obviously rain rhythm, um, so urgent control of severe compromised AF, uh, you want a cardiovert if episode less than 48 hours the 24 hours would be safer, and you've got a choice of electrical versus pharmacological cardioversion. So electrical cardioversion is a DC shock 100 to 300 joules, and atrial flutter requires 50 joules. Uh, the pharmacological Management of severe and compromised AF can be broken down into IV or oral. So orally, you can give amiodarone, or IV, amiodarone 150 to 300 megs IV infusion over 20 minutes to 2 hours, or flecainide 2 megs pakeg IV max 150 over 30 minutes. The oral pharmacological cardioversion includes amiodarone 200 to 400 megs TDS for one week, then BD one week and then 100 to 200 megs daily, ongoing. And Flecanide, 5,800 megs, PO, TDS. Not sure about that one, but anyway. Urgent rate control and AF. So moved on from cardioversion just to rate control. Uh, metoprolol, 5 megs IV at 1 meg per minute, repeated at 5 minute intervals, up to 20 megs. mill, 1 meg per minute IV, up to 15 megs. Acute management of rate control on AF would be Joxon 0.5 to 1 meg immediately, and then 0.25 to 0.5 megs every 4 to 6 hours, to a max of 1.5 to 2 megs. Or, for apomil, 1 begon per minute IV, to a max of 15 megs. Um, After acute management, routine rate control of AF... Um, Atenolol, 25 to 100 megs daily. Metoprolol, 25 to 100 megs daily. Diltiazem, 180 to 360 megs daily. Farapamil SR, 160 to 40 megs daily. Or Digoxin, 62.5 to 250 mics daily. And routine rhythm control on AF is flecainide, 50 to 100 megs BD. Or Sotolol, 40 to 160 megs BD. Uh, so, then, you know, talking about anticoagulation in AF, if it's been more than 48 hours, ideally 24, you want to do anticoagulation in AF. You need to do a minimum of three weeks, and you want to use enoxaparin, one megs per keg, warfarin, rivaroxaban. You need to do that if there's AF more than 48 hours before presentation. Uh, and there's a whole other podcast in here on the NOAX, which is worth listening to again. Go back and listen to the NOACs. Uh, the t- scoring systems uh, so CHADS2 versus CHADS2 VASC. CHADS2 is C H A D S. C C is congestive heart failure, H, hypertension more than 160 or 90, age more than 65, diabetes or stroke. And if it's zero, none, or aspirin. One, oral anticoagulation or aspirin, or two, oral anticoagulation. Uh, And the components of CHADS2-VASC are CHF, age more than 75, which gets you two points, uh, versus age more than 65, which gets you one point. Diabetes, one point, stroke for two points, vascular disease, one point, and sex category female for one point. You start an oral anticoagulant if it's greater or less, greater or equal to 2, and no, no anticoagulant if it's 0, and 1's, I don't know, equivocal I guess. Uh, and you want to balance that against the bleeding risk, which is measured through has bled. Uh, so H is hypertension more than one sixty. A abnormal liver or renal. S is stroke. B is bleeding history or disposition. L is labile INR with is less than six of ten in the therapeutic range. E is elderly, and D is drugs such as any platelets, alcohol, or NSAIDs. Uh, and two specific instances when I want to think about are the effect of being hyperthyroid on anticoagulation, and that's basically that you have a more Hypercoagulable, some more clotty blood and a hypofibrinolytic state, some more clotty blood it shifts you towards hyperstasis, which increases your risk of stroke. So you might want to uptitrate your anticoagulants. And if you're on digoxin, you want to think about the features of digoxin toxicity, and they are anorexia, nausea, vomiting, fainting, palps, tachycardia, and blurred vision. And you get colour changes, washouts. Investigations for digitoxicity are to do a serum dig level and the ECG will probably show an atrial tachycardia with a 2 to 1 block.